Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and the Lord is already here. He's waiting for you to join us. Amen? Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Protestant, Internet church. Amen. Founded in the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for joining us. We want to thank you for uh, listening to the word of the Lord here. The Lord speaks to us, and he teaches us what we need to know. Amen? Praise the Lord. So we hope that you will receive what you need from the Lord tonight as you listen. We are a worldwide Internet Church, and there are members of this congregation that are literally all over the globe. So don't feel uh, like you're just out there isolated by yourself. You are not. The Holy Spirit gathers us all together as one, as we come before the Lord. Amen? Even if you are not in our time zone. You get to experience the same presence of the Lord, the same grace, the same word, and whatever blessings the Lord brings, amen. So we just want to thank you. We also want to invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracle.com. InternetChurch.com That's MiracleInternetChurch.com And if you happen to be in a very different time zone When you do come up to our, our webpage in our chat room Just scroll up so you can see what everybody else said Amen? Amen Because we have a lot of people in our chat room And they all come up and greet one another in the name of the Lord when you sign in to our webpage, across the banner, it says MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. Then sign in using your own name. Sign in using your own name. I have yet to meet anyone whose name is Guest. So we expect you to use your name. Amen? Praise the Lord. And when you do, say hello to the saints, and the saints will say hello back to you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So for those of you who are on an Android cellular device or an iPhone or whatever kind of phone you have, you can go to your browser and pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, 
you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines. Amen? And it will open up all of the other links to you, and you may follow the the directions just like everyone else. Amen? Amen. So we pray that you were able to get all of that down. If not, we'll be happy to help you. I'm certain someone will help you. Amen? Praise the Lord. I see that Brother Bill is up. And uh, Brother Bill, I'm going to ask that sometime tonight during the service that you post the steps for keeping your deliverance and the instructions for recasting a broadcast. Thank you very much, sir, and God bless you. So, Saint, the Lord has words for us tonight, and they're very interesting words. Amen. As you well know, the Lord speaks to us in real time, and he communicates what he wants us to know, what he wants us to receive, and what he wants us to do. That's right. This is not one of these church services where you just listen and you don't ever do anything. That's not us. In this ministry, God expects you to do what he teaches. At whatever level of uh, faith that you are, God expects you to do the instructions that he gives. And he's very serious about it. The Lord Jesus Christ is paying attention to every single person. He knows if you're listening or if you're doing something else. He knows if the word is going into your heart or it's flying right past your head. He's not missing a thing. So I encourage you to take notes, write down the scriptures up after the broadcast. During the broadcast, when we're live on the air, we post the scriptures in the MIC radio chat room to help you out. But afterward, it's your homework assignment to look those very same scriptures up. Amen? And let the Lord help you. Amen? Praise the Lord. So I hope you brought something to write with because there are going to be some scriptures tonight. Amen? Praise the Lord. And you'll find out as you recast our broadcast and all of our broadcasts that we've done since we began Miracle Internet Church are on our website. And they're under the part that says Archived Sermons. Well, where is that? Right across the banner. It says Archived sermon. Now, your instructions are to ask the Holy Spirit, ask the Lord to the archive sermon and to take you to the sermon that he wants you to listen to. It does not say go in there and scroll and scroll and go down to the bottom of the page and hit the next number and go to the next page. No, I didn't say that. I said to ask the Holy Spirit to take you in there and to take you directly to the sermon that he wants you to listen to. And when he indicates which one it is, listen, pay attention, take notes, participate. Amen? Praise the Lord. 
and you'll find out that you grow a lot faster. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we want to say hi to all of the new people, all of the veterans. We want to say hello, and God bless you to you too. And we want everyone to pay attention. Amen? When we're doing the opening prayer and I'm praying, you should be praying in your prayer language and you should be putting your scriptures, your war scriptures, your sword of the spirit in the chat room. That's right. You should be praying in the spirit and you should be listing your sword, the sword you use, the sword of the spirit that's yours to use. In the chat room, just like everybody else. Amen? It doesn't matter how young you are in the Lord, you can do that. Amen? It doesn't matter what your chronological age is, you can do that. Now, if you're only six months old, I don't expect you to have accomplished that. However, if you get too much older, you can do it. Amen, amen, amen. So praise the Lord. Once you get a little older, then you put your scriptures in too. And adults and children and babies listen to these broadcasts live on the air. So that means no one is left out. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're so glad that the Lord brings everybody up so we can all be one together. And I heard from Brother Sam today. He's still having issues, but he's still in prayer. And I told him that we were still praying and fasting for him. Amen? And we're still praying and fasting. Uh, At least some of us are fasting, but we're still all praying. For Brother Sam and Mother Irene and everyone in the ministry that has an issue with diabetes or chemical dependence. Amen? We're still praying for everyone. Amen. Praise the Lord. They still need our prayers, saints. So don't forget. Don't forget. God is moving still. Still God is moving. So going to go to prayer in a few minutes, but I want to encourage you to do what Sunday Sermon said to do, to persevere. There are times when we're pressing into God and it does not appear to us that we are getting very far. Nothing seems to be happening in the natural the way we expect. But a whole lot is going on in the spirit realm. And I want to encourage you to remember that, to keep that in the forefront of your mind, and to thank the Lord for everything that he's doing, that that's in the seen or visible realm, and those things that are in the unseen realm. There's a lot that God does in the unseen realm, all right? 
So just because you don't see anything happening in the seen realm doesn't mean God's not at work. He's at work when we least suspect it. Amen? So give him praise and thanksgiving for all that he is doing. Amen? For everything that he's doing. And tonight we want to pray for everyone who's traveling, who's on the road, who's in the air. Wherever we're traveling to, we cover everyone with the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And if you're one of those persons who lives in another time zone and you live on the other side of the planet, we love you. We love you the same when you stay up late to listen to the broadcast and when you recast. Our love for you is the same. Amen? Amen. And we are praying for you too. So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for every member of Miracle Internet Church and Miracle Outreach Ministries, Lord. We want to thank you for their love for you. We want to thank you for their love for the gospel. We want to thank you for their sincere desire to grow in faith and to become the Christians that you've always desired for them to be. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for the word of God that you feed us with. We should be good and healthy because you feed us good food. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that washed our sins away. We want to thank you for the armor of God that you have given us so that we can stand against the wiles of the enemy. We want to thank you for that wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for your warring linking angels. We want to thank you for your praising angels. We want to thank you for your ministering spirits. But most of all, we want to thank you for your precious, tangible presence that's in our midst every time we meet together. We thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing us all together as the body of Christ, as we worship, as we listen, as we receive, as we repent, as we express our feelings towards you. Even when you ask us questions during the sermon, Lord, we thank you that you hear our answers and that you respond. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We lift up to you, Lord, uh, Brother Sam and Mother Irene and those that take care of them and minister to them, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask that you relieve their suffering and that you strengthen their bodies and heal them, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Heal them. Help them to persevere and to press through, Lord, to receive the miracle of healing that you have for them. We also lift up to you, Father, everyone who has an issue with diabetes, regardless to how it came, Lord, we ask you to heal them in Jesus' name. 
teach them the right things they are to do in the natural as well as the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, those who have a chemical dependency of any kind, we ask you to deliver them and to set them free, to strengthen them in their inner man, Father, so that they will be able to keep their deliverance that you have so blessed them with. And we thank you and we give you praise. We lift up to you, Lord, everyone who is traveling anywhere during this season. We take authority, dominion, and power over any kind of accident or tragedy or mishap, even vehicular mishap, even breakdown, collisions, tragedies, any such thing, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And even those, Father, who have to travel for their work because of their vocation, We thank you, Father, that if we're just going from one side of town to the other to do what we are employed to do, we want to thank you for that. We lift up to you, Father, all of those who need someone to help care for their relatives, whether it's a sitter doing certain hours, uh, a nurse that might come in several times a week, Whatever is needed, Father, that you supply the need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. We ask, Father, as these prayers are lifted to you, that your mercy flow to those who are infirmed and that they receive the virtue of your blood stripes, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Those of us, Lord, who have pain, that have been inflicted by the enemy. We take authority, dominion, and power. We command the source of the pain to come out of their bodies now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you and we command you to come up and out of their bodies now In Jesus' holy name, you must obey the name of Jesus Christ, and we cast you out with the finger of God, never to return in Jesus' holy name. Everybody take a deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. All pain, whatever the source, we bind you. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We uproot you in Jesus' name. And we command you to come out of the bodies of the saints in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you, Father, for your mercies, for your manifold mercies and your grace, Lord, because your grace is sufficient for us. Your grace is sufficient for each of us, Father. We thank you that by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. Ah, everybody take a deep breath. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Take a deep breath and breathe out. And breathe in the very presence of the Lord. He's there right now. We release the peace of God to you right now in the name of Jesus. Peace to your body. Peace to your mind. Peace to your spirit. Peace to your soul. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're always here for us. You're always here for us. We want to thank you, Father, that you are our shepherd, and we shall not want. You're our shepherd, and we shall not want. You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares, whatever they may be, upon you because we know that you care for us. We thank you for Filling us with divine health, divine health in our mind. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of confusion, and we bind it in Jesus' name. It's a demon. Jesus is not the author of confusion. So we thank you, Lord, that all confusion must go right now, bound, never to return in Jesus' name. Cough that spirit out. It's not of Jesus Christ. Amen? You are the Lord who heals all of our diseases. We thank you for prosperity and good health as our soul prospers. And we thank you for the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of fear. Every spirit of fear is bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of fear is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of fear. Every spirit of depression is bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of blocked learning is bound in Jesus' name. All dyslexia, all dysgraphia, all dyscalculia. He said, what's that? You have a problem with math. That's what that is. All mental blocks, all fears and insecurities are bound in Jesus' name. Every one of them. You have memory problems, communication problems, you're impulsive, you have a short attention span, you have learning disabilities, you have a fear of learning disabilities, you're a slow reader or a slow hearer. We bind those things in Jesus' name. They're not in Christ. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We command them to leave you now in Jesus' holy name. We want to thank you, Father. We give you praise. We want to thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, in Jesus' name, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all of his demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness 
which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and throne them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, listeners, familiar devils, all electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in Jesus' holy name. We bind all Leviathan spirits, all spirits of pride and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits, the false Holy Spirit and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing and drone and whoredom spirits and their attacks. The Havana Syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons and their attacks, all the spirits of whoredom and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, of the charmer, and the seducer, we bind their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all... Pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave weapons and their attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies, all EMF attacks, all attacks from the satellites and from the cell towers and through the computers and the cell phones in Jesus' name. We bind G and all of its wicked components in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind the work of every druid. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have taught us to do. We bind all mystic rituals, all mystic rituals, and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, Australian, European, Indonesian, thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Chinese, Japanese, Asian, North American, South American, Native groups, Indigenous persons, Caribbean, Latin American, all black and white magic worldwide, in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils and all evil spirits which take animal form. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. 
We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and we return in every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind all spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, defile, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the anger of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Amen, it's the truth. We thank you for it, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits. Voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and Great Reset. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits, and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the kingdom of pride, the king of pride and his entire kingdom. And we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, 
betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain you with eternal chains unto darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite, including the elements. We bind the work of the Demolay and all groups that are connected and associated in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive, what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We want to thank you for that, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, we disconnect ourselves from any spirit that has followed us, attached itself to us, to us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind that spirit and we command them to leave us now in Jesus' holy name. No matter where we were or what we were doing, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover our vehicles and our property in Jesus' holy name. We thank you for the angels, Lord, that you have sent to watch over us. We give you praise. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get in our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We take authority, dominion, and power even over the dreams that we do not remember in Jesus' name. We ask for giant warrior angels to protect us and uh, 
our property as we sleep through the night and the day. And we thank you for your many, many protections for us, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. For your many, many protections for us. In the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo and witchcraft, and we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus Christ according to the covenant. We return all evil being sent to us in the name of Jesus Christ according to the covenant. We cut ourselves free and we burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear down all types and walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, divinators, and such in Jesus' name. We break the power in the name of Jesus Christ over every love spell, vex, hex, curse, all fetishes, charms, spells, psychic thoughts and prayers, witchcraft, sorcery, voodoo and magic, mind control, mind frequency meditations, death, bewitchments, potions and jinxes, pain, sickness and destruction, psychic warfare, prayer chains, all incantations, chantings, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sin. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid them to attach themselves to us or to remain a part of our lives. We belong to Jesus Christ. We bind all spirits of blindness. We bind all spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for setting us free from the works of the devil in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, our featured song for tonight is Psalm 28. And our verse for meditation comes from Jude, the book of Jude, very small book, one chapter, verse 20. That's your verse for meditation. That means after the broadcast, you get to read Psalm 28, and you get to meditate on Jude, verse 20. Our featured e-book is Open Doors, Spirit Deliverance. Open doors. What are open doors for evil spirits? Well, if you read the book, you'll find out. And the link is in the chat room. Amen. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235. That's area code 319-527-6235. And press 1. 1. Amen. Press 1. So the Lord wants to talk to us tonight, saints, about seek his will. Seek his will. Many times in our lives, we find ourselves 
in need of answers and solutions to the issues that we face. Some of us have developed in our faith so that we are open to receive answers with relative ease. Others, perhaps not so much. Nonetheless, we are all called to seek the Lord. Whether we are in need of a solution or not. Amen. Whether we are in need of a solution or not. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 14, verse 2, Psalm 14, verse 2, the Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek the Lord and seek God. The Lord looked down from heaven, he does that, you know, upon the children of men. He's doing it right now to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. Seeking the Lord, avenue of fellowship with our Savior. It is our relationship building. We need to seek the Lord, but we should want to seek him also. We need to seek the Lord, but we should want to seek him also. We should desire his fellowship beyond our relating to anyone else or anything else. We should desire. Yes, we should. His fellowship beyond our relating to anything else or to anyone else. Closer than a friend, closer than a spouse, closer than a child, Closer than a sibling or anyone else. Amen? Or anyone else. Praise the Lord. It is in seeking the Lord that we come to learn his way. That's how we come to learn his way. First Chronicles. Chapter 22, verse 19. First Chronicles, chapter 22, verse 19. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord, your God, 
Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Psalm 63, verse 1. Psalm 63, verse 1. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Early will I seek thee, Lord, because my soul thirsteth for thee. Lamentations 3, verse 25. Lamentations. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Every fiber of your being, go after God and obey him. Give your very best to him. Some of us give to God our leftovers. What is left over after we have done what we desire? But the scripture teaches a far different principle. That is, if Jesus Christ is our God, he is due our first and our best. He is due. It is owed to him. First and our best. It is dishonoring to the Lord to offer him anything else. It is dishonoring and disrespectful to the Lord to offer him anything less. In First Chronicles, First Chronicles chapter 16, beginning with verse 10, First Chronicles chapter 16, beginning with verse 10. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. We are... To look to the Lord and his strength, we are to seek him out always and untiringly. We are not to ever quit or to give up in seeking the Lord and his will. Psalm 119, verse 10. 
Psalm 119, verse, My whole heart have I sought thee. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Verse 2, Psalm 119, beginning with verse 2. Blessed are they that keep his testimony and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Amen? Those that keep his testimonies, that seek him with a whole heart, they don't do iniquity, and they walk in his way. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, Verse 6, Hebrews, chapter 11, and verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The Lord provides us with additional incentive to seek him out. He tells us that he rewards those who seek him seriously, not as a matter of routine. Or jokingly, we are to set ourselves in motion. We are to arouse ourselves to seek the Lord in a very determined manner with sincerity of heart and thought. That's right. That's what we are to do. We are to seek the Lord so that we can come into harmony and agreement with him and with his will. We are to seek the Lord continually so that we can come into harmony and agreement with him and with his will. In Amos chapter 3, verse 3, Amos chapter 3, verse 3, can two walk together except they be agreed? Well, no, they can't. Amen? Amen. That's the truth. They can't walk together, not as close as the Lord calls us to. He calls us to abide in him. We talked about that. 
not too long ago. Amen? So we must come into agreement with the Lord to walk with him. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 4, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 4, Jesus says to each of us, Abide in me. Live in me. Find your life source in me. And I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. Jesus tells us quite simply that we can't bring forth the fruit of righteousness if we're disconnected or in disagreement with him. If we're not in unity with him, we're not going to bring forth the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? We're not going to produce his works. We must stay united and in agreement with the Lord himself. Amen. In Jeremiah chapter 29, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13, he says to us, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So you you see, you can't have a divided heart. Jesus is calling for all of your heart, not a part of it. And that's a problem that a lot of people have. They have a divided heart. Part of them to follow Jesus, and part of them wants to do what they want to do. Part of them wants to follow Jesus, and part of them wants to do something else. So it's difficult to find him if you're not going to search for him with all of your heart. It can't be some of you here and some of you over there and some of you someplace else. And then you've got this little section of your heart that you give to Jesus. No, he's entitled to all of your heart. Amen? He's entitled all of your heart. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. I love them that love me. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. So if you're seeking the Lord, whatever early is to you, he says that's when you'll find him. Early. Amen? Early. That's what the Lord's saying. One of our issues and blockages in seeking the Lord is that 
we actually prefer our own will. We don't really want the Lord to impose his will upon us. We don't want our Lord to take his rightful place of authority in our lives. We still want to be in control. We still want to have the chief say. We just say that we want the Lord to be the Lord of our lives because it sounds good religiously. In the outworking of everyday life, the truth comes through. And we are found out as hypocrites. We say, oh, yes, we want the Lord's will. And that lasts until the Lord wants us to do something or to change in some way, and we don't really want to do it. And we don't really want to do it. And you know that that's the truth. And we don't really want to do it. No, we're not so gung-ho then. We're not so gung-ho. But you see, the Bible says about believers in Galatians, Chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. My will is crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. He has the preeminence in my life. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I do it the way Jesus did, who loved me and gave himself for me. I am crucified with Christ. Well, as I recall it, Jesus died on that cross. And I've been to a lot of wakes and a lot of funerals in my life. And I am yet to see a corpse that has an opinion. I'm yet to see a corpse trying to get his own way. I'm yet to see a corpse say, no, I don't want to do that. I'm yet to see that. I've been to a lot of them, but I've never seen that. I'm yet to see a corpse come up out of that casket and say, nope, I don't feel like being buried today. You all may as well wait till next week. I've never seen that. If you have, please write me and tell me about it. I'd like to know. Amen. I would like to know about that.
but I've never seen that. Amen. You see, dead folks don't live in rebellion. Dead folks don't do that. Dead folks are just that. They're dead. Mm -hmm. But you see, we're supposed to count our flesh as dead. And so it's not supposed to be uh, speaking up, saying, I don't want to do that, God. Amen? We're not supposed to be doing it that way. And if we are, we're wrong for that. That's right. If we are, we're wrong for that. Amen? You see, we say one thing, but in works, we deny him. We say one thing out of our mouth, but in our actual lives, we deny him. In Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. Behold, ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Behold, ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24. Jesus said, to his disciples and to each of us. Any man will come after me, let him deny himself. If you're going to follow me, you're going to have to deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. Whatever your cross happens to be, you got to get it and follow Jesus. And that's the way that works. But you must first deny your own self. In 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. So there are some consequences when we seek the Lord and when we fail to seek the Lord. Amen? We have to decide which consequences We want. In Titus chapter 1, verse 16. Titus chapter 1, verse 16. They profess, they say out of their mouths that they know God. But in works, 
they deny him. In works, they deny him. Amen? Amen. The Lord gets right to the point, you know. He speaks his mind and heart. When we come to the Lord, we are to seek his will and not our own. We are to seek his will, not our will. In the Gospel of John, it says, in John chapter 5, verse 30, I can, Jesus speaking, of mine own self, do nothing. I'm not leading the parade. I'm not the drum major here. I'm not the conductor of the orchestra. Because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Jesus tells us plainly that he didn't seek his own will. He was seeking to accomplish the will of the Father. And we should have that same heart. In Luke chapter 22, verse 42, Luke chapter 22, verse 42, saying, Father, remove this If thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. The Lord says in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 38, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, Verse 38, for I came down from heaven, Jesus said, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. He keeps repeating himself. I'm not doing my will. He denied his own will. And we have to learn to deny ours as well. Psalm chapter 9, Psalm 9, verse 10. Psalm 9, verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. God does not turn his back on people that seek him. Amen? So that should alleviate all your little fears about seeking the Lord. He's not going to turn his back on someone who is truthfully seeking him. If we attempt to obtain an answer from the Lord with the idol of our own opinion or our own way, or our own will, seated on the throne of our heart instead of Jesus Christ, God will leave us to our own way, and we will find ourselves 
outside of the will of God for our lives. I'll say that again for those who didn't hear me. If we attempt obtain an answer from the Lord with the idol of our own opinion or our own way or our own will seated on the throne of our heart instead of Jesus Christ, God will leave us to our own way. And we will find ourselves outside of the will of God for our lives. When people refuse to obey the Lord, he will eventually leave them to their own backwardness. That's right. If he keeps trying with you and keeps trying with you and keeps trying to work with you, and you keep being hard-headed, willful, stubborn, and not yielding to him, he will eventually leave you to your own backwardness. You'll get just what you want. You may not end up so happy with it, but that's what you're going to get. In the Gospel of Matthew, There's this scripture in chapter 21 that I think is just marvelous. A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And the son answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented And went And he came to the second son And said likewise And he, the second son Answered and said I go sir And went not Now, some of us have this issue Some of us are like the first son God says to us, such and such and such. But we don't want to do it, and we say, no, Lord, I don't want to do that. But after a while, we think about it. We get convicted. We think about it. And we repent, and then we go do what the Lord asked us to do. There are others, however, that the Lord comes and says, do such and such and such. And we promptly answer, yes, sir, I'll do that, and never do it. I'll let you talk with the Lord and find out which one you are. You know, a long time ago, I told you all about this grace that I have with the Lord. And it goes like this. I was listening. I was driving down the street, and I was listening to a sermon. And then I got to a point where I spoke audibly to the Lord, and I said, Lord, there are going to be things that you want me to do in this life, and I'm not going to want to do them. I know that because I know how I am. However, 
am, even though I'm not willing at that time to do what you're asking me to do, I am willing to be made willing. I may not be willing the moment you ask me, like the first son, but I am willing to open myself to you so you can work on me so that I can go through the progression to become willing to do what you want me to do. Amen? Amen. You see, Jesus is Lord. He's Lord. He's the master and ruler of all. If you fail to honor him as such, you shouldn't expect his intervention, his miracles, or his influences in the affairs of your life. If you refuse to honor him in such a way, then you shouldn't expect him to intervene in your life or to do miracles in your life or to influence the affairs of your life. When seeking the Lord, when praying to our Father, you must submit your will. You must submit your opinion. You must submit your way. You must submit your bright idea. You must submit your desire to the Lord. Submit means that you accept and yield to the authority and the will of the Lord of all. Submit means that you humble yourself and accept and yield to the authority and the will of the Lord of all. It means that you choose by an act of your will to yield to the Lord's governance and authority as your God and the ruler and master of your life. It means that you choose by an act of your will to yield to the Lord's governance and authority as your God and the ruler and master of your life. You decrease and his rule increases. You decrease, and his rule in your life increases. It means that you relinquish and give up your own will in preference for his will. It means that you relinquish and give up your own will in preference for his will. 
Amen. And and uh, thank you, Lord. And preference for His will. Mark chapter fourteen, verse thirty-six. Mark chapter fourteen. Verse 36. Amen. Got it. Amen. And he said, Jesus speaking, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou will. Nevertheless, not what I want, what you want. Jesus is our example, and we should follow in his footsteps. Luke 22, verse 42. Luke. Chapter 22, verse 42. Jesus speaking, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. That's our example, saints. Jesus Christ is our example means that you fully surrender even after resistance or conflict to the will of God. Submission is yielding to the power and authority of Almighty God. It also means to present your thoughts to the Lord for his judgment. Whatever you had in your mind and heart, that you must present it to him for his judgment. When we look to the Lord, we are to trust him. We are to trust his authority. We are to trust his love for us. We are to trust his ability to do for us that which he deems should be done. I say that again. When we look to the Lord, we are to trust him. We're to have confidence in him, unwavering confidence in him. Trust in his authority. Trust in his love for us. Trust in his ability to do for us that which he deems should be done. Psalm 37, verse 5. Psalm 37, verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. And he does mean commit it to him, too. See, you can't be in charge and God be in charge too. It doesn't work like that. He is not your co-pilot. 
He is your Savior and Lord. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. So that means that I know if he didn't give you instruction, what are you doing? And he shall bring it to pass. You know, there are people, this is what they do. There are a lot of them. They call themselves praying. Oh, Lord, I need you to do whatever, whatever it is. And then as soon as they get up from prayer, they jumped right back into the middle of that issue, and they're trying to work it out themselves, their way, with their own thoughts. I would have to say that they did not obey Psalm 37, verse 5. Oh, Lord, I need you to do whatever it is. And then as soon as they finish saying that, They're barely off their knees. They're right back into it again, full-fledged, all the way. And then when it doesn't turn out right, they go back to the Lord telling him they don't understand why it didn't go right. Well, because they didn't obey Psalm 37, verse 5. They never committed their way into the Lord. They just said that they were doing it. They never actually committed it to him. They just mouthed some words. See, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to back it up with the action. All right, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. So they say, I've committed it to you, Lord. But they don't really fully trust the Lord. They figure they have to jump in and help him out because, of course, God is old. You know, he's the ancient of days, and he needs some help. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need help. He is God all by himself. He created you. Perhaps you should consider that. And he shall bring it to pass, not you. There is a difference. Amen? James chapter 4, verse 8. James chapter 4, verse 8. Draw nigh to God. Draw close to God. Seek his face, and he will draw close to you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Draw close to God, and he will draw close to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your heart, ye double-minded. I'm not double-minded. Well, maybe you are. You should ask the Lord. Lord, am I double-minded? 
you know, one minute I'm here on the issue, and the next minute I'm someplace else on the issue. And then I go back and forth and back and forth. He says if you've got that problem, your heart needs to be purified. Because whatever that is that you think is just as important as him and his word, it's not going to sit on the throne of your heart along with him. It's just not going to happen. Either he's seated on the throne of your heart or that other, whatever it is, is seated on the throne of your heart. You'll have to choose. We are to trust his knowledge. We are to trust, have confidence in his knowledge. We are to trust his wisdom. Some of us, you know, think we know more than God. I don't know why anyone will allow themselves to have that thought, but some people actually think that they know more than God because that's how they behave. If you were to ask them, do you think you know more than God, they would say no. But if you observe their behavior over a period of time, you can tell that they didn't tell you the truth. Amen. We are to trust his mercy and compassion. We are to trust and have confidence in his mercy and his compassion, his kindness, loving kindness toward us, and his willingness to help us. We are to trust and have confidence, full confidence, in his faithfulness. God doesn't act like humans. God acts like God. Amen? In Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Trust in the Lord all thine heart. See, he still wants all of your heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. Well, Pastor, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I'm going to try to help you, see. I'm going to try to help you out. I'm, I'm coming. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, amen. The Bible is saying, don't spend your time trusting your own opinion and your own point of view. Don't put all your eggs on your own thought. Don't lean over on the way you see it. In your perspective He tells you plainly not to do that But don't we do it every day? He said trust him Don't depend on what you have going on Between your ears 
the way you see it, your point of view. Don't lean on that for strength. Don't lean on it for support. Don't put your faith and trust in what goes on between your two ears. It's too limited, you see. In all thy ways. Notice it says A-L-L, all. There's nothing that's left out of all. All thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. You know, there's another scripture that says, Believing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And God has no pleasure in a fool. Fear the Lord, reverence the Lord, and depart from evil. What evil? The evil of leaning to your own understanding, the evil of failure to acknowledge him so that he can direct your path, the evil of being wise in your own eyes the evil of not trusting the Lord with all your heart. That's what he said. Always put God first, and he will direct your efforts into success. Always. It's important to do that. Acknowledge means that you must recognize and submit to and yield to God's authority, period. There's no way around that. Not just, okay, Lord, I know you have authority in my life. No, humbling yourself beneath his authority in your life. Then, He will take over and direct you, not the other way around. If this is unfamiliar to you, you should pray. Pray what? Well, I'm about to tell you. Psalm 143, beginning with verse 10. Psalm 143, beginning with verse 10. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. For thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. Psalm 143, verse 10 through 11. You should also pray Colossians, chapter 1, beginning with verse 9. Colossians, chapter 1, beginning with verse 9. And pray that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Pray that you might be filled 
with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Why? That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So now, you have a prayer to help you. You don't have to be stuck. You can go forward in the Lord. When we seek the Lord, we are to sincerely desire to do God's will. We are to sincerely desire to do God's will. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. John chapter 4, verse 34. The Gospel of John chapter 4, verse 34. Jesus speaking, and he said, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. My meat, what I get my life from, my substance from, is doing the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Amen. Psalm 40, verse 8. Psalm 40, verse 8. I delight to do thy will, O my God. I really want to do your will, Father. I delight to do your will. Your law is within my heart. The word of God is in my heart. I delight to do your will. That's a good scripture to pray when you really are not there yet. It will help you. Amen? It will help you. God will help you to desire his will. He'll help you with that, and I ought to know. He'll help you to desire his will. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God works in you to cause you to will, to desire, to want to do his will, and actually to perform it. He hasn't left you nor forsaken you. He's going to help you with this. We all need help with this. Amen? Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36, beginning with verse 26. Ezekiel chapter 36, beginning with verse 26. A new 
heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. What does that mean? That means that stubborn, impenetrable heart that's in your flesh, God's going to take that out and give you a different heart, a heart that's sensitive to him, that responds to the Holy Spirit. Amen? And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. That's a powerful promise. It's a powerful promise. If you have problems with pride, if you have problems with self-will, if you have problems with stubbornness, you should you you should go to these scriptures because they will help you to overcome. They will help you to overcome. We all need help. The Bible says that he sent his word to heal us. To heal us. To deliver us. Ephesians. Chapter 6, verse 6, Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 6. But as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, doing, performing the will of God from the heart, that describes a Christian. As you... Obey the Lord. Again, as you obey the Lord, he will reveal his will to you. He will reveal his will to you. Amen. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 17. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 17. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. If you will do God's will, he will show you what he wants, whether this is of him or not. If you will do his will, he will make you to know whether it's of his will, what the great plan and the great idea and all of this is, whatever's been in your mind and heart. He'll show you if that's his will or not. But you see, that's from a position of obedience. The Holy Spirit himself will guide you. The Holy Spirit himself 
will guide you. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You got to be willing to be led. You have to be open. You have to be submitted. You have to be yielded to be led. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, beginning with verse 13. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, beginning with verse 13. How be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. When the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. But you've got to be willing to follow his guidance into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, Jesus says. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and show it unto you. God's not going to leave you in the dark if you seek his faith, if you seek to do his will. Not your will, his will. Many times the Holy Scriptures will lead you to the answer. Or the Lord may send someone whom you know has a godly life with information that you need. Or the Lord may confirm a word through a means that he chooses. Yes, ask the Lord if that information was from him. Yes, you may do that. You may ask the Lord if this information that you've received is from him and he wants you to act on it. You may ask him that and get an answer. In first John in I'm sorry, in James chapter one verse five. James chapter one verse five. If any of you lack wisdom, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to get it done. Ask God. Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. If you don't know what to do, Ask the Lord, because he will answer you. But you got to really want to know the answer. Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word, the Holy Scriptures, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. They show me where I am. And where I'm headed. Second Timothy 
chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So all of you who are still out there with this uh, false notion in your mind that a bunch of old men got together and wrote the Bible and it really wasn't from God and on and on and on that tale goes, you are wrong. You are in error. You need to ask God to forgive you for believing that and to teach you what is right. Perhaps it is time for you to seek the Lord. Perhaps it is time for you to seek the Lord. Yes, you may seek him and humble yourself with fasting. Yes, you may. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thought and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Job chapter 5 beginning with verse 8. Job chapter 5. Beginning with verse 8, I would seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. If I had an issue, I'd seek unto God, and unto God would I commit my cause. Why? Because God does great things and unsearchable things, marvelous things without number. The Lord speaking to you, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Amen? Amen. So I know that many of you will need to recast this message because the Lord is talking to you. The Lord is talking to you. And he is awaiting your response to him. He's awaiting your response to him. Amen? Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. We're going to start with Claudette. She says, Father, thank you for waking us up this morning. I want to give you a praise report. The doctor called me yesterday to start shadowing her tomorrow. So Claudette is working as an assistant with the doctor. Praise you, Lord. We give you praise and glory for that. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for arranging that court granted a stay of execution for Melissa Lucius. Lucio on a Texas death row, who was originally scheduled to be executed early this week because the new evidence was revealed to the court that there were other issues with her original trial that led to her conviction. Well, praise you, Lord, for justice to come forth. N.K. has a praise report this morning. I posted a prayer for lies and false identities to be broken off my husband's son and me only an hour or two later i find myself getting loud and controlling both of them after i pointed out the relational dynamic that we all agreed is ungodly even though they were open to confessing and changing their bad habit i behaved as though i didn't hear me and were oppressing and were opposing me I asked God why I acted messed up, and he showed me that I was playing out my upbringing. As a child, whenever I would address injustice, ask questions about why things were handled a certain way, or call out hypocrisy and sin so it could be fixed, I'd be reprimanded and scorned. I became known as the source of the most trouble in my parents' home. I've been wrongly expecting my husband and son to fight and reject me instead of embrace and work with me for the good of our family. This is major. Thank you, Jesus, for unveiling this. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. It's not always pretty, but thank you, Lord, when you start revealing ourselves and cleaning us. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. Praise you. Gina has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for my clothes washing machine is working. I put in a prayer request, and afterwards I anointed the machine and prayed over it. Thank you, Lord, that as we prayed, you heard the prayer, and you would not allow the enemy to eat up our resources. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. RT has a praise report. Heavenly Father, thank you for this miracle. I... I will make an 18-month probation testimony short as possible. So much has happened. My job probation period was over for this position. Knowing that my background and history of my life concerning this witch's coven and the attacks, this is a miracle. Thank God for Pastor Sabrina, Sister Pastor Bill, Brother Marshall, and all leadership in MIC. I thank you, God, for all the saints that prayed for me. This has been a long journey, not just for this job. Stronghold, wicked devices, an evil altar was destroyed in Jesus' name. I prayed Brother Bill's job prayer every day, even sometimes at night. I prayed all the scriptures Pastor Sabrina gave me and scriptures the Holy Spirit gave me. Attacks kept coming in my mind, which has tried to 
pray me out of the ministry, attacks in my body, you name it. This warfare was something I never experienced before, pure evil. But God, he brought me through it in his continuous favor. I kept praying the prayers you gave me, Pastor Sabrina. I kept warfare prayers binding and loosening every day. This has been years of not understanding why, but now I understand this particular situation. I know in my heart it wasn't in this body of Christ. This miracle would not have happened. I know if it wasn't for this body of Christ, this miracle would not have happened for me. I'm so grateful to God, to you, and for your love, patience, prayers, being long-suffering with me and my daughters. I love you all, and glory be to God. Hallelujah, and praise you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. And she did say, I did get promoted and passed my probationary period this week. One more thing, before I came to MIC, I couldn't even tie. They had stolen tied up my money. Pastor Pat prayed for me concerning this. Before then, I was not able to tie for years. Wow, God is so good. Being able to forgive has made it easier for me now. Since receiving healing and deliverance too, I've started to forgive every day. When the enemy did attacks about me, someone or innocent that happened, And I have learned to forgive myself in the past and present situations. I'm still learning and open for correction from you, God, and those you place in authority of me. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. She has learned how to fight. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're teaching us all how to overcome through you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you for that. Grace has a praise report. I put in a prayer request in the prayer room yesterday concerning the signing of my divorce decree. My attorney procrastinated in sending the documentation to the judge's office to finalize the divorce. I called the judge's office today, and the assistant told me, had informed me that the lawyer had sent the documents via email yesterday. The judge's assistant stated that... She will call me when the documentation is signed. I pray specifically concerning this matter in my prayer language for the teachings of Dr. Sabrina, and the Lord intervened on my behalf. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I thank you, everyone, for praying and standing in agreement with me. And this is the confidence which we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. That's First John five fourteen, and we praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Another overcomer. D forty seven has a praise report. God, I threw with a new travel assignment for me today. Thank you, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And Sam O has a praise report. With God, all things are possible if you will believe. Thanks to the Father, I finally got connected. Thank you, Father God, for my blood start bleed stopped bleeding over a week. I was bleeding from the doctors trying to get out kidney stones that they never got it. But thank you, Lord. You have a better plan for me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Jesus is my deliverer and my healer. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thanks. We got to keep praying for Sam up. And Mother Irene. And 
praise you, Lord, for that. We give you praise and honor, Lord. You're healing them. Praise you, Lord. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, God, for the revelation he gives us through Pastor Sabrina when the brother spoke of the cats in his yard. It reminded me of where I live and stray cats and the neighbor's cats that came in my yard. I've been binding the cats and commanding them to stay away from it if it was an ungodly spirit. Two of the cats, including my neighbor's cat, I haven't seen in my yard. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Dina has a praise report. Almost $1,500 in unexpected funds were deposited in my bank account today. I told the Lord there were two bills I needed to pay ASAP. He came through. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Dana. Dana has a praise report. First, I repent, renounce, and denounce my sin of lack of attention, lack of rest, and not spending adequate time with our Heavenly Father praying in my prayer language. She she listened to the last sermon. Praise you, Lord. Pastor Sabrina told us that someone involved in unrighteous contracts. This week, the Lord revealed in a dream that I was one of those people by the time I had signed the wicked contract. Moreover, the Holy Father rearranged my schedule today so that I would have time to spend with him, and I put all the pieces of the puzzle together. I was upset that I was stuck in an unrighteous contract. And he reminded me that he orchestrated events in the past few days, none of which were in my control, so that I was able to close on this property. Yes, that I was supposed to today. So the contract is void. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Dana also says, My colleagues and I received a bonus in our pay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. We just praise you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. And we just praise you, Lord. We praise you. These are wonderful, awesome praise reports. And we give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor. Just wow. Amen, amen, amen. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. See, sing. if you're one of these quiet people, that um, so-called quiet, we'll call it that, and you have never given us your praise report, you need to go to the Lord and ask him, why is that the case? Amen. You need to go to the Lord and inquire of him, why is that the case? If you've only given one praise report in all these months you've been listening, if you've never given a praise report, why is that the case? I'm certain that he will answer you. And as usual, these were some tremendous praise reports. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. See, when you do what we teach you to do, you get God results. When you do 
what we teach you to do, you get God results. We teach you to come up, listen to the broadcast, participate in the broadcast. What does participate mean? It means that when when we're on the air and I begin to pray the opening prayer, you're praying in your prayer language. It means that if we're live, you're posting scriptures in the chat room. It means that you're listening to us three times a week, participating in the service. And if you're not able to do it live, you recap. It means that during the service, you're taking notes. You're writing the scriptures down. It means that afterward, you're going to look those scriptures up. It means that when instruction is given during the course of the sermon, you make a notation to do that. And then later, you use those notations to check up on yourself and see if you did. It means that when you have a vision or dream, you follow the dream protocol. It means that when you receive deliverance, you follow the steps to maintain your deliverance. It means that if you have something to say or some questions or something you want Pastor to know, that you email her at gproom at outlook.com. There are some things that you're not comfortable saying on the air, but you can email pastor at gproom at outlook.com. It means that you ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archive sermon and to take you to the sermon that he wants you to listen to. And when you listen, you do what you're told to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. It means come up in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room and you put your prayer request, which, by the way, is your prayer to the Lord. It's not instructions for somebody else to pray for you. No. It is your prayer to the Lord along with the scriptures that correlate with your prayer request. It means that you pray for others that are in the global prayer room with prayer requests. Amen? Amen. And a few other things. It means that when we fast, you participate with us. Amen. You see, the things that we ask you to do are doable. You're a human being, they're doable. So, when you obey God, he blesses. When we teach you to do warfare and we show you what we want you to do, do this, do this, do this, and you do it, you get blessed. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to go to 
our guest call-ins. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-5 and press 1. And area code 818, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have one prayer, I guess, request for me right now, well, well, two, but um, it's mostly for my friend, uh, Lee, that he's been on before with me, but um, he's wor- he couldn't come on, but he has a um, prayer request. But for me, it's like you prayed last time that I was having issues with my internal organs, um, and that has improved a lot, but I'm still having really severe spinal pain, and I don't know, if, um, but mid-spine and... Um, the lower spine is feeling a lot better, but the mid-spine is really bad. And also we're having, like, this weird invasion of um, spiders, like, really bad. I've never seen anything like it in all my life. And then she, she like, other stuff. So I'm even asking my kids, please look for anything that's, you know, so, I, you know, I don't know if it's just random because, we, you know, we live in a city. I, I don't know, but that's the main thing. But then um, for my friend, uh, you know, the one with, um, you know, he's autistic and, um and, you know, his, uh, as someone who was his helper, stole, like, everything, his inheritance, everything from him. Um, and the system failed him. You know, I, I know he's told the story before, and he, you know, and he's been on to pray a few times. But we have a um, – the, the prosecutor that refused to uh, take the case, you know, because, you know, there are a lot of times they just want to take whatever's easy – so they have the high numbers, but they don't really look at, you know, they, they deny true victims. And that's what happened here. And the Lord, you know, and so I, I've been helping them to keep pursuing. Cause I, I always have that story of that lady who, you know, she went to the judge and wouldn't stop going. And so he got sick of her. He didn't care about justice, but he just, and I said, I said, you got, this is a Bible principle. I told him, this is what you need, you know, like follow the Bible. And so God has made, you know, he's been, we've been keeping at it, and the Lord has opened up where we actually have a Zoom meeting with somebody really high up um, in, the, in that department, and um, like her second fall above, above her. And But I'm praying that God would give us, give me the wisdom what to say, what not to say, but also that God would turn things around for him because it's just, it's, it's hard, you know, and, and, that, and that God would maybe work, deliver him from, uh, we decided, he decided, he agreed with me, we're going to pray every day now. We're going to start, he's willing to pray with me every day. But um, I, I'm going to ask God to maybe help. I believe that God can deliver people even from autism and and all these things. And um, so I really want to lift him up and pray this whole situation in prayer. And I have another friend, I don't know, he, I, I gave him, he was listening. I, I don't know if he still is, but um, he's speaking the truth about um, tongues and he feels like God is trying to, um, get him started to pray in a prayer language. He even brought it up at a Bible study um, that I attend with him, you know, at, at his church online. But um, And so I want to pray that God would give him his prayer language, like he feels he's on the verge of it, and that God would bless him with that. Because God, I believe, is using him in a mighty way too. God is, I see God really working and giving him interest in the things of the Spirit and looking for truth. And so I did, he is listening. I don't know if he's still listening. I hope he is, but um, he was listening today. All right. Because you were well, like, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I, was, I was saying the funny thing is I was on the phone with him 
and we were talking about a subject and I thought, well, I got, well, I got to go. I got, you know, I want to get back to, I want to get to my church. And when I got on listening to you, you were speaking exactly that he and I were just talking about, about whether or not God will give you over, like stop talk dealing with you for a moment because you won't listen. And it's not about him. He's talking about, you know, just in general, he didn't know that God would ever do that. I'm like, I, I sent him a text. I'm like, you have to call in right now because the pastor is talking about exactly, the, you know, about the Bible verses I just sent you and what we were just talking about. It was so weird. So I just wanted to, so God is trying, is talking with him. No, it wasn't weird. It was so God. How? Huh? I said it wasn't weird. It was so God. Yeah, that, exactly true. Yeah, yes. It's so God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift Lee before you. And we appeal to the righteous judge. And we ask for your adjudication in Lee's concerns and situation, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. He suffered an injustice. And he feels as though he can't get justice at all. And we know that's not true with you, Lord. So we ask, Lord, that all the judgments that are to come are your judgment and not a human's judgment. You have spoken through a mule, through a donkey before, Lord. It's nothing for you to speak through a human. So we want to thank you. We take authority, dominion, and power over whatever was going to be said or whatever the enemy would say or whatever logic would say. We ask you to intervene and to speak, Lord. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. We lift up to you the friend who desires a prayer language but has issues of disobedience and unrighteousness. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you break through to that person and help them to understand what you're trying to say to them. We ask you, Lord, to touch that person's mind and heart so that they will be open and receptive to you in your holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over spiders. We bind every spider that has ever shown up on her property that is not of Jesus Christ, and none of these are. This is not a natural thing. This is a spiritual thing. We take authority, dominion, and power. You gave us dominion and power, Lord over all the critters on this planet. And we exercise that authority now. And we command those spiders to leave her residence and go right back where they came from in Jesus' name. We command them to go back now in Jesus' name and never return. We break the power of... Runge de de brusha de de breke, sandra bruta da riki, erra la leoso toro brike, sandra brusha de de diese, ikaba baba baba ruko toro brisha da da brike de de diosu toro brike, a 
Sharikisa Tarabarokete, Risa Tarabaroshate, Atarabaro, Risa Tarabarike Sita. We send that witchcraft right back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, sister, when you have these occurrences, you need to ask the Lord if it's natural or spiritual or both. And then ask him what he wants you to do about it and then do that. You don't have to wonder where it came from. The Bible says if you lack wisdom, to ask God. Amen? Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, wherever this attack came from, we return it back to where it came from. In Jesus' name, we command every spider to die or to go back where you came from in the name of Jesus and never return. We thank you and we give you praise, Father. We thank you for releasing your angels against those spiders and the spirit that sent them in Jesus' name. And we thank you and we give you praise, Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, Father, we have this problem in the spine. We take come out of her back in Jesus' name. Kundalini, we cut you free. Come out of her spine. Come out of her spine in Jesus' name. Has somebody laid hands on you? Um, you mean it's like touching in the street or like laying hands on like what God? Not for a long time. I Even haven't had anyone right. like laying. I, um, yeah, people, I, there was a guy that, uh, you know, that there are people have that have come up and like this, like, like, Hey, how are you? And touched me like friends or whatever. But there was a church that a guy came up and was trying to lay hands on me. And I don't, I think he did. And also where I used to go to church because of the pandemic, but I was attending a local church and they would come and just, and they would lay hands on me. Okay. Let me explain something to you. When people lay hands on you, they transfer their demons into you too. If God has not called that person to put their hands on you, their demons are going to transfer to you. They have so do I, I, I just... those religion, those religious spirits in them, they transfer to you. It's like this. You have a pipe that goes from the city water system to your faucet. And any time you turn your faucet on, what's in the city's pipe runs into your house. That's basically a simple definition of a soul tie. So you need to sit down with the Lord. And ask him about your relationships and association. Because the spirit that I called out of your back, you usually get by associating with people that have spiritual corruption and error in their lives. They have religious and spiritual error and corruption in their lives. All right? Okay. So you need to okay. sit down and talk to the Lord about that. Now, I will Father, do that in today. the name of Jesus, I cut off the head and the tail of that serpent in Jesus' name. I open the chakras. I command it to come out. 
go into the cage bound and to the feet of Jesus for judgment, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. When people go to put their hands on you from the inside out, you say, I bind you in Jesus' name. I bind you in Jesus' name. The book that uh, is the featured book tonight talks about open doors, openings that you have that you don't realize necessarily are open doors for spirits to enter into your life that you don't really want. And the major open door is through association. Associations with people that have spirits that you don't want. Amen? So you and the Lord need to do a little talking and help him, and he will help you to understand what I'm saying. All right? Take a deep breath and cough that spirit out in Jesus' name. (laughs) Come out of her now in Jesus' holy name. Come out of her. And never return in the name of Jesus. Come out of her spine and never return in Jesus' name. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over any inordinate ministry that occurred in her life in The Lord says to tell you that he will explain this to you. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yes. No, I definitely Hello. All right, we're going on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, according to the World Health Organization's website on March 30th, 2021, it announced an urgent call for an international pandemic treaty, stating that such a treaty is needed to orchestrate a single globalized response to pandemics. And 25 heads of government and international leaders have come together in a joint call for to form the treaty. Uh, Noah Harari, the chief advisor to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, has stated that globalist elites will use crises to bring about world government. You know, they're trying to get a one world government. Catastrophe opens the door. Just like trauma opens the door in the spirit realm many times, catastrophe opens the door to massive changes that people would otherwise never accept, he said. Even more pressing than the treaty itself right now is something almost no one is paying attention to 
in the U.S. political, religious, or media circles, and that involves a set of amendments that will set the parameters and define the scope of the proposed new global health treaty. The U.S. government has submitted 13 amendments that it would like to see folded into the treaty, and these amendments are seen by many as sovereignty killers. The U.N. report from May 2021 called for more powers for the World Health Organization, stating that in its current form, the World Health Organization does not possess such powers to move on with the treaty. Therefore, it needs to be empowered financially and politically. The World Health Organization will be hosting its annual meeting, the 75th World Health Assembly, May 22nd through 28th in Geneva, Switzerland, attended by delegates from 192 nations. It is during this meeting that members will be voting on the 13 amendments that will hand over additional sovereignty, control, and legal authority to the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization, if these amendments are approved, will obtain the authority to declare an international health emergency, overriding national government. In a sense, that already happened. In 20 and 21, when many of the strictest lockdowns were advised by the World Health Organization and most nations went along with them. But if this treaty is adopted, the lockdowns could become even more rigid and more often. Think about the possibilities for a climate lockdown. This means nations will be giving up their sovereignty and rights to control their own health care handling that authority over to an international organization affiliated with the United Nations and run by tyrants. James, a researcher and activist who's been studying these amendments, has referred to them as a five-alarm fire that must be dealt with or they will become part of international law. These regulations govern the activity of the UN World Health Organization. He states, whatever we think happened in Wuhan in 2020, the World Health Organization seems to be of the mindset that none of what came afterwards would have happened if they had only been given the power to unilaterally declare an emergency and override the Chinese opposition. We're saying it's an emergency. We're going to lock everybody down. We're stepping in. They want to grab power. They're changing Article 12, Section 2, and it effectively wipes out 192 nations' sovereignty to decide whether or not they allow an international organization to step in. It is important to note that the International Pandemic Treaty will be far more expansive than these amendments, but these amendments are more urgent because they will be voted on Next month, probably this month. And no U.S. politician is talking about this, nor any mainstream media outlet reporting on it. No pastors are alerting anyone to these monumental, some would say biblical changes. Ah, what is that man saying? Roguski set up the website don'tyoudare.info to document the drive to establish this One World Health Treaty. The following points are his summary of the draft treaty amendments. The international health regulations would be legally binding and supersede the United States Constitution. 
the United States has amendments to the legally binding international health regulations that will be voted on at the next World Health Assembly, May 22nd through 28th. These proposed amendments will cede additional sovereignty, control, and legal authority over to the World Health Organization. These amendments will not require approval by two-thirds of the United States Senate. If they are approved as submitted by the United States by a simple majority of 194 member countries of the World Health Assembly countries, these amendments would enter into force as international law just six months later, November 2022. The details of this are not crystal clear. It is not known if the amendments will be voted upon individually or as a complete package. The amendments will give the Director General of the World Health Organization the power to unilaterally declare a public health emergency of international concern, even over the objection of the country dealing with an outbreak of disease. According to changes made to U.S. regulations that were published one day before Donald Trump was inaugurated, The definition of a public health emergency in the United States now includes the declaration of a, whatever that is, by the World Health Organization. Oh, public health emergency. A unilateral declaration of one by the World Health Organization will enable the declaration of a public health emergency by the U.S. Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. The amendments proposed by the United States would also give the Director General of the World Health Organization the legal authority to unilaterally issue an immediate public health alert. The criteria for the issuance of an um, uh, immediate public health alert is simply that the Director General has determined it requires heightened international awareness and a potential international public response. The amendments will also give regional directors within the World Health Organization having the legal authority to declare an emergency once an emergency once you take away national sovereignty and start holding America up against a global standard that opens up endless opportunities for the elites running the global system to confiscate whatever they believe is bad for our health. Kit Knightley in an article also raises the questions of countries being punished for noncompliance with the new global health treaty. According to the WHO documents, the treaty should possess an adaptive incentive regimen, including sanctions such as public recommends, economic sanctions, or denial of benefits. In other words, he explains, if you report disease outbreaks in a timely manner, you will get financial resources to deal with them. If you don't report disease outbreaks or don't follow the World Health Organization's directions, you will lose out on international aid and face trade embargoes and sanctions. As Patrick Wood reminds us, harsh punishments were already meted out during the COVID pandemic. The presidents of Burundi and Tanzania banned the World Health Organization from their borders refusing to go along with the pandemic narrative. Both died unexpectedly within months and were replaced with pro-World Health Organization president. Hint, hint, hint. Obviously, the World Health Organization doesn't 
care about global health or the life and death of any particular citizen. The warning has been sent out to national leaders. Take our deal or we will eliminate you. Adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. They started in college, but trans closets, rooms stocked with transgender clothes and accessories for students to change into after arriving at school, and back out of before going home are being discovered in public schools with some indication that they're being kept secret from parents. In a recent TikTok video, a California teacher implies that the trans closet he started at the high school where he works is meant to be kept from parents. The goal of the transition closet is for our students to wear the clothes that their parents approve of, come to school, and then swap out into the clothes that that fit who they truly are, the teacher said. The California Family Council and others eventually confirmed the identity of the teacher as Oakland Unified School District Spanish teacher Thomas Martin Edwards, who's also the founder of Queer Teacher Fellowship. The teacher who runs the trans closet is also transgender. He has posted videos of himself in the classroom showing off the stilettos he wears to school. Neither the teacher, a former assistant principal in another school district, nor the school responded to inquiries about the trans closet. This is an example of the deceit schools are deliberately using to carry out a growing transgender movement in public schools behind the backs of parents. California Family Council, a Christian conservative group's website. In addition to gender ideology madness, this school is teaching children that it's acceptable to defy their parents. Yeah, and outright lie. California Family Council first discovered the trans closet through a Facebook posting by a nonprofit group that calls itself the Transition Closet. On its Facebook page, the page, the transition closet, start, stated that it's working with one of the district's high schools to create a trans closet posting. We are extremely excited to begin our journey in working with the Fremont High School of Oakland, California, along with our favorite teacher of TikTok, just a queer teacher. Amari Roosh, founder of the Transition Closet, said that her organization does support keeping the existence of the trans closet at at school secret from parents. Because of the abuse, she says, children often face at home if they disclose to parents that they're transgender. We do provide a safe space for kids whose parents are not accepting because it's known to help lower the suicide rate, she said who is also a certified advocate for domestic violence victims. These kids are going to do it anyway. We just want a way to provide them with a way to do it safely to where they're not wearing clothes that are too small for them or doing so in a way that's going to get them hurt by their parents. She emphasized that school was the best venue to provide trans kids with trans clothing. Kids are at school 40 hours a week, and that's where they spend most of the time. That's where they form most of their relationships, she said. Clothing is a big part of how we express ourselves 
and those kids that are able to express themselves correctly are able to feel supported correctly. Another trans closet operated out of the Denver Conservatory Green Middle School in Colorado was also the subject of recent posts on social media. A Twitter post about it ignited a flurry of messages slamming the school for encouraging transgenderism among students as young as 12 years old. This is grooming, one Colorado man wrote on Twitter. Police should come to the classroom and arrest whoever the teacher is in this classroom. The Denver school also didn't respond to inquiries. The original post about the Denver trans closet was made by by Nothing Central Park and refers to the closet for transgender students as being started at our school. It also asked for clothing for the trans closet to be dropped off at the school. Megan Fox, a freelance columnist for PJ Media and co-host of the weekly YouTube show, Weekly Family Court Corruption Update, recently raised $1,650 through GoFundMe.com to pay for documents relating to the trans closet at a Colorado school. Fox recently wrote in her column that the school told her that she had to pay $1,650 to obtain the documents, which she requested via the Freedom of Information Act. According to Fox, the school said the bill was based on 55 hours of staff time at $30 per hour to fulfill her request. On its website, the transition closet stated that the near future holds transition closets and services throughout the school district for students of the trans non-binary intersex and additional LGBTQIA plus community members. She said her organization is working with other schools in the United States to start trans closets and that her organization currently runs them at churches of several denominations, including Lutheran, Episcopalian, and Methodist. For the California School Trans Closet, the Arkansas-based group also includes contact information linked to the website validbybrody.com, which includes a start-your-own-closet section for students, teachers, and school administrators. It has also adopted the slogan, when you're ready to come out of the closet, step into ours, and has an online shop that includes a variety of transgender accessories. It also sells transgender workbooks for teens and runs online name change clinics. She emphasized that transgender accessories are never supplied to minors without a parent's permission. Hmm. She said transgender kids can end up physically hurting themselves by using duct tape instead of transgender accessories to hide their genitals. Nobody would ask for this. We're just trying to ease the transition of kids that are dealing with this, she said. Her group also works with colleges to establish transition closets. Marshall University, the University of Arkansas, Penn State, and the University of California are among colleges that have been operating trans closets for years. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning radical Muslims in eastern Uganda sprayed acid on their family members doing an argument over their conversion from Islam to Christianity and were told, you deserve death. The family survived but remain in the hospital where they're being treated for burns. Reports surfaced last week that Muslim relatives had sprayed acid on three new converts. 
a 38-year-old man, his 32-year-old wife, and their 13-year-old daughter in a village of Namutumba district to punish them for putting their faith in Christ. One of the victims said they converted to Christianity when a pastor visited their home and shared the gospel on February 17th. When the relatives came to know about their conversion, they called them for a meeting with other clan members on March 8th. During the meeting, we were asked about our salvation, and we affirmed to them that we had believed in Jesus and converted to Christianity. He was quoted as saying, they told us to renounce Jesus, but we stood by the newly founded faith in Jesus. He continued, when we refused to recant our faith in Jesus, my father recited some Quranic verses, and after that they forcefully forcefully started beating us with sticks as prescribed in the Quran, claiming that we were apostates. At this, as this was not enough, my father went inside the room and picked up a bottle of acid and began spraying it on us while the group started shouting, Allah Akbar, you deserve death. Then they disowned us. Three victims, the three victims didn't realize initially that they'd been sprayed with acid, but as we were fleeing for our lives, we started feeling some serious itching that continued until the pain intensified. A nearby Christian neighbor called the pastor who arrived immediately and took us to the hospital, but our daughter was seriously affected and was referred to another hospital. On March 9th, their home was burned to the ground. Four days later, in a separate incident, radical Muslim villagers attacked a former mosque leader identified as the Swahili Mulongo of, I don't know what village that is, for putting his faith in Christ after being evangelized by a pastor in January. It was around 8 a.m. when four Muslims stopped me and began asking me so many questions regarding Christianity, but I did not respond. He was quoted as saying, Then the men started beating me with blows and thick sticks, but thank God when they saw some people approaching, they fled away. He suffered deep deep head wounds and his wrist was broken. The radical Muslim then killed goats and chickens that were owned by the pastor who had led them to Christ. Acid can disfigure a victim for life and has been used in revenge attacks, mostly by men and particularly in Pakistan, India, the United Kingdom, and Uganda for various reasons, from disloyalty to saying no to a romantic relationship. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a court in China has sentenced a female Christian pastor to eight years in prison on charges of fraud for preaching the gospel after her house church refused to join the state-controlled body that regulates Protestant churches. I can't pronounce this district, but this district people's court sentenced Pastor Hale to eight years in prison earlier this month. The 51-year-old pastor had been charged with fraud for preaching the gospel and receiving donations from church members 
without approval from the state-run committee of the three self-patriotic movement of the Protestant churches and the Christian council. Her lawyer was quoted as saying, the lawyer added that she, who was arrested in July 2019, is the first pastor of a house church in the country who has been implicated in a fraud case and added that she will appeal her sentencing. Watchdog group Church and Chain said, the pastor's church building has been demolished and was and was facing and she was facing ongoing persecution the group said adding that after the pastor's arrest the authorities arrested several more house church pastors on the same charge the chinese communist party uses the new regulation on religious affairs that we prayed about before which took effect in 2018 to persecute house churches in various ways. Those ways include sensitization, or whatever that means, seeking to align Christianity to China's culture, religious, and political ideology, removing crosses, sealing up and demolishing church buildings, and banning church offerings. Other charges include illegal business operations, inciting subversion of state power, picking quarrels and provoking trouble, and so on. I think they make up some of these charges as they go. These charges are thorns on a loyal preacher's head and God's crown for his loyal service. The pastor's youngest son, Moses, who goes to a middle school, suffers from severe depression. The U.S.-based persecution watchdog International Christian Concern said, her husband passed away a few years ago and her oldest son started college, so he can no longer take care of his younger brother. Moses dropped out this semester and began locking himself in a room. He refuses to interact with people and only has one meal per day. The The incarcerated pastor's health, is deteriorating in prison, and she has lost a significant amount of weight, the group added. After being detained for more than two years, she has developed acute pancreatitis four times and was sent to the emergency room. She nearly lost lost her life. Strong faith that she can be released without charge. With Beijing hosting the 2022 Winter Olympics, Many have expressed outrage about China's treatment of religious minority communities. While China is being accused of genocide for its detainment of that name and other ethnic Muslims in Western China, human rights activists have voiced concern for years about the Chinese government's years-long crackdown on unregistered churches and house church movements. Open Doors USA, a watchdog organization, that monitors persecution in over 60 countries, warns that the monitoring of unregistered house churches in China increased over the last year as more house churches have experienced harassment and obstruction once their activities have been discovered. Open Doors warns that many unregistered churches have been forced to split up into small groups and gather in different locations keeping a low profile so as not to be detected by the sub-district officer or neighborhood committee. 
requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Hillary Clinton, who sabotaged Trump's presidency for years and falsely accused Trump of cooperating with Russia, resulting in the illegal surveillance of a presidential campaign, isn't backing down from her ruining the world. Fresh new ideas. According to the most recent allegations, the failed 2016 presidential candidate and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton is now supporting a sneaky new global censorship plan that would fundamentally alter the Internet. On Thursday, Hillary, who's the mastermind behind the infamous Russian hoax, urged EU officials to clinch a deal on the, on the DSA and bolster global democracy before it's too late. She wrote on Twitter, For too long, tech platforms have amplified disinformation and extremism with no accountability. The EU is poised to do something about it. Then she added, speaking about a new law proposed by the European Union, which will force big tech companies to better police illegal content posted online. I urge our transatlantic allies to push the Digital Services Act across the finish line and bolster global democracy before it's too late. Excuse me. According to Politico, the Digital Service Act will force platforms like Facebook, Google, and Twitter to better police content or face steep fines. Online platforms will face new transparency obligations, such as clearly explaining how algorithms recommend content to users. Companies will have to release detailed biannual reports of their moderation efforts, including the number of staff, expertise, languages spoken, and the use of artificial intelligence to remove illegal content. They will be registered to lay out the number of accounts they suspended and pieces of content they deleted. Now, this is the woman who used bleach on her emails. Don't you forget that now. Online platforms will be prohibited from serving personalized commercial messages to children. Platforms will also have to be more accountable to users as well as regulators. Facebook will need to take action and inform users when they report a specific piece of illegal content. Social networks will only be able to suspend and ban users after informing them. People will be able to challenge a social media's platform's decision and seek financial compensation from digital companies when they don't respect the DSA. The ultimate threat would be a ban on companies that reportedly, repeatedly fail to comply with the rules. On Friday, conservative Twitter users mocked Clinton's message, reminding her that she was a part of the effort to link former President Donald Trump to the Russia collusion hoax. They also accused her of having a totalitarian tendency and trying to regulate speech. No, your totalitarian impulse is wrong. The best and least restrictive method is for the free market to distill and decide ideas. Uh, mm. Referring to Hillary's tyrannical impulse, you, former campaign, your former campaign lawyer, is under federal indictment for lying to the FBI about the RussiaGate hoax that your campaign funded. Sit down. The Federalist co-founder, 
Sean Davis tweeted, the special counsel charged with investigating the Russia probe origins, Don John Durham, is also looking into one of her tweets. On Tuesday, the Washington Examiner reported, the Democrat cybersecurity lawyer charged with concealing his work for the Clinton campaign from the FBI doesn't want special counsel John Durham to be able to use Hillary Clinton's tweet touting the Trump-Russia collusion claims he was pushing as evidence trial. So, after all of that, now you also remember that Hillary Clinton is a very vengeful person. And she proved that to us with the way she treated the women that her husband was involved with. Also, if you have been following her through the decades, you will also know that somehow or other, there's a trail of dead bodies that lead back to her and her husband. Sudden death that are almost unexplainable. So, also, good night. She's done so many things that it's hard to recall them all, but um, she isn't what you call a wholesome person. She is not beyond lying. Amen? That's just to say a few things, not much. So, that's the deal. That's the situation at hand. Amen? That's what's going on. So, Brother Marshall, I'm coming to you in just a second. There we go. So, if you could put your hand up, I think that would help me just a little bit. There. Well, then you just moved. Okay. I got you. There we go. Thank you. You found me. Praise the Lord. But, Lord, we speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the mouth of the enemy, and they only hear what Jesus Christ and Nazareth wants them to hear pertaining to Sabrina, Bill, yours truly, and all your saints associated with Miracle Internet Church, Miracle Outreach Ministries, and all the saints globally, including in China and every other place in California, every region area in Jesus. And we ask you to hide us all, even as Brother Bill paid earlier against any spirit and every spirit of retaliation uh, kind of under the blood of Jesus, in Jesus' name. And I'm in agreement with Brother Bill's prayer. For all of us associated with Miracle in that church in particular, in Jesus' name, even according to Job 28, 7 to 8, chapter, uh, chapter 28, 7 to 8. There's, there's a place that no foul knows. So we thank you for hiding us in that secret place. For he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely, without any question, surely shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. Thank you for continually delivering us all, Lord. We ask you to do so, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant. We hold every thought captive in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of vain imagination and every witchcraft curse sent against every one of us from all sources. Cut up a thought. I got known and unknown and returned at least several heads of spirits that sent them. Do those spirits that intend to do us in Jesus' name. That ran down to our neighbors, sevenfold into their bosom, their reproach, where they have reproached thee, O Lord. Because Jesus said, Whatever you do, the least of these, you've done unto me, including every spirit of sorcery and ungodly control. Return at least sevenfold unto the head of the spirits of sin. Do the, those spirits that intend to do thus continually, instantly, immediately. And we're all in agreement, according to Matthew 18 19, according to your word in Psalm 79 12. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for your mercies that are new every day. 
Thank you, Father, for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth. And it is very clear, Father God, in Jesus' name. You said, as you're speaking about the the uh, Messiah, the uh, the Son, the Son of God, the the Anointed One. He says, just in uh, Psalm 89:14, justice and judgment are the habitation of Thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before Thy face. We thank you for your justice and judgment of the habitation of your throne, because you, you, Lord Jesus, are the King of kings and Lord of lords. In Jesus' name, they that are with you are called and chosen and faithful, according to Revelation 17:14. And in pointing out your promise, cut up to King David's uh, future son, you said in 2 Samuel, and this refers to the, the Messiah, the Anointed One, not just King Solomon, in 2 Samuel 7, beginning in verse 12. When thy days be fulfilled, that is, King David's days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, because the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. But I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for my name. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. You know, that's not Solomon. That's King Jesus. I will be his father, and he shall be my son referring to Solomon if he commit iniquity because Jesus can't he's sinless if he commit iniquity I will chasten him with a rod of men but Jesus did taste the rod of men in our place with the stripes of the children of men but my mercy shall not depart away from them as I took it from Saul which I put away before thee and verse 16 and thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever, forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. So heaven and earth is going to pass away, but King Jesus is Lord of all, and he remains King of kings and Lord of lords, according to the word of the true and living God. And it is written, Lord, you said in your word in Isaiah thirty-three twenty-two, for the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our Lord, lawgiver. You give the right laws. The Lord, Yahweh, the Lord is our king. Jesus is our king. He will save us. In Isaiah 33:22, And you said, Lord, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be sozo, actually. And you said, even in, uh, where is that, in Romans 10, 13, we're all whosoever's. So we take the, it, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So what do we do? We take the cup of salvation and we call upon the name of the Lord as we repent and renounce all generational iniquities and personal sins. And we thank you, Jesus, for loving us and washing us from our sins in your own blood and make us joined heirs with you. And we give you praise and honor and glory. And you said, as joined heirs with you, thou shalt decree a thing, and shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. We ask for divine intervention and adjudication concerning all these matters. Dr. Sabrina has just read through. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we bind to every spirit of communism, tyranny, ungodly control, mind control, spirit, Satan. You're bound. All your unwillings are perpetually, continually bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. Coming through ungodly medical tyranny, in Jesus' name, from the so-called World Health Organization, which is more like the World Death Enforcement Organization, because they don't seem to be interested in individual human beings. In fact, I'm not even sure if they are all completely controlled by human beings, but that's between you, Heavenly Father, and each and every one of the fathers. If there's any of those in those organizations that you can say, 
including those at any, every branch, all those associated with the World Health Organization, and those in all the various nations that are coming together, presumably in May, to vote on this so-called proposal, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to break conviction. If there are any that are still human beings that have not bowed their knees to Satan in a Masonic Lodge or any other place, Father God, in Jesus' name, bring conviction and draw them to the real Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth in Jesus' name. We bind every demon in, in Yawal, Noah, Harari, and all those influencing those of the World Economic Forum, including Klaus Schwab. We bind every demon in, kind of, in Tedros and all those associated with this and those funded by the various groups, not just China, not just those in the global elite. We bind every one of those ungodly sources of ungodly control and manipulation. Every spirit of tyranny is bound. Every spirit of ungodly control, which is nothing more than witchcraft, are perpetually, continually bound. And Jesus said, the things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. And we do this in agreement, according to Matthew 18, 19. Because Jesus said, if two of you on earth agree such anything, you ask it shall be done to my Father which is in them. Heck, we don't do it. Father God does it in Jesus' name. Because, Father, you sent Jesus in your name. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. And we thank you for hastening your word to perform. Because Jesus points out in the book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verse 12 and following, the next day much people were come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. And Jesus, when he found a young ass sat thrown, as it is written. Where is it written? Oh, it's written in the book. It was written a long time before that, written by the Holy Ghost through people. Yes, Zechariah 9, 9. He said, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, thy king cometh sitting on an ass's colt. We thank you for the king of kings and lord of lords. You don't just write these scriptures, Holy Ghost, just willy-nilly to not perform them. You said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but your words forever settle in heaven. Jesus is the eternal word of God. He is the king of kings and lord of lords. He's the magistrate, and he's going to save us because your word says he's going to save us. And you said, Call upon the name of the Lord, and you'll be saved. So that's why we take the cup of salvation. We thank you for being joined heirs with you, Lord Jesus, because you purchased us with your own blood. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Ghost made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he, God, the God who created heaven and earth, hath purchased with his God's own blood. You didn't just buy us with uh, things that might pass away, like uh, kind of gold, silver, uh, Swiss francs, U.S. dollar, any of these things. They could go, bye-bye. They could, they could take wings and fly away. But you purchased us with your own blood. That's forever settled in heaven. The blood of God, that blood that speaketh better things than that of Abel. And we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives as much as we love Jesus. Because he loved us perfectly. Even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't just die for us. He died for all mankind. Those that are really are human beings, those that can repent. Those that have been uh, transitioned to become Trans, transhumanism, whatever. Even some of the family members of those associated with Miracle Net Church that have been mis misled by spirits of ungodly fear. Father, we ask you to save those that can be saved and send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, grant them the gifts of repentance, to acknowledge you the truth that they recover themselves from the snare of the devil. And those that are doing things that are displeasing to the Most High God, Father God, including those associated with this World Health Organization uh, plan, which is so interesting how many times they seem to have a law all set up to take care of a plan that they think just might happen, just might could happen. You know, they, they, they might need a, a document all set up just in case some planes flew into the Twin Towers on, in, in uh, whatever, September 11th, 2001. So do they have that law written ahead of time? 
Oh, it kind of looks like they did because they certainly had it already really quickly. Wasn't that amazing? Somebody must have been a really quick typer. I'm not that quick, but some people are much quicker than I am. But I think there may be a plan. Maybe they've had plandemics. Maybe they have another plandemic plan. There's a doctor who thinks that they do have another plandemic plan, and they, they even think they know how they're doing it. There's a doctor that used to be at the World Health Organization who spilled the beans of what they think it might be. Oh, yes, it's going to cause a lot of fear because, oh, that's really good. That not only helps CNN's numbers to go up, everybody's glued to their TVs. <laughs> As if that's going to help them. No, Lord, you told us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. And we know when they're doing psychological warfare, because that's what this really is, Father, is to control people in their hearts and their minds. So, Father, but you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you'll never leave us nor forsake us. So, Father, we ask you to help all the believers globally, including in China and every nation, and those standing against the nonsense that's going on in all these different states that have these closets, Father God, to help children kind of pretend to express their inner whatever it is, their inner. Well, Pat Holiday pointed out they're just demons. They just need deliverance. Not a whole lot of churches teach about deliverance, but that's really all they need. Because in the Old Testament, if people were acting out, what did they do? Oh, they had to kill them. If the child was acting out, was disobedient to the parents, the parents were told in the Old Testament, hey, this child is a drunkard and a glutton. He's been disobedient. And the the parents were the first ones to throw the stones to kill their children. So the other children would learn, "Uh uh-oh, i got to obey mommy and daddy, because that's one of the first commandments with a promise of long life. I had a brother who had a grudge against our dad, and he died at 38. I don't think that was the only little boo-boo, but that was, I've had many boo-boos. I've been known to get upset with other people, too. I had a grudge against my stepfather for many years, and the Lord could have taken me out, but I'm still here. Oh, thank you for your grace, Lord. So, Father, you're teaching us all to not carry resentment and grudges because we have to love the human beings, but we need that discernment, the gift of discernment by your Holy Spirit. Help us to love the people and bind the demons. Love the people and bind the demons. So we bind every demon. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Trying to operate through the World Health Organization, all the global elite, all those trying to bring in all these nasty, nasty things in Jesus' name because of the blood of the covenant. Because you promised us, Lord, over in... Psalm 79, I think it's verse 9. Uh, Psalm 149, what did I say, 79? Psalm 149, where is that, Lord? 149.9. Go back a couple of verses. The high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. I'm not advocating anything violent or illegal or immoral. But this is the sword of the Spirit, I believe, in verse 6 of Psalm 149. Verse 7, to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains, supernatural spiritual chains, to bind their kings with chains, and maybe they'll go to Guantanamo later, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written, this honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. Amen and amen and amen. And we thank you for performing your word, Lord, in Jesus' name, hastening to perform your word, Lord, including all those that are involved in idolatry, in Jesus, and we bind every ungodly spirit and all those associated with idolatry in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant in Jesus' name. We ask for your righteous inter- intervention, adjudication, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name because you've given Jesus that power to judge because he only wants to please you, Lord, and help the children 
Deliver all those confused children, Father God, those that have been locked down in their houses. And do people want to bring another lockdown again? What's her name? Dr. Lee Merritt says they, some people think they want to. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver all the people that want to bring an ungodly control and causing people to be confused. Because, God, you're not the author of confusion, the creator of God. You're not the author of confusion. You know what's what you created, the male and female. You didn't have other options. That's it. And and is the pot supposed to say to the one who made it, hey, you didn't make me right? I think that's audacity. We bind every spirit of pride, rebellion, idolatry, and every spirit of lust of lust, lust of the eye, pride of life, and rebellion. And we cancel assignments not only all the children, we bind every, but all those teachers and all those that are there to groom the children, not just in Disney, all the teachers and all those trying to groom the children to bring in something that looks a lot worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. Maybe it's just... Bigger scale, I don't know. We bind every one of these spirits associated with this LGBTQIA plus nonsense, and it is. It's demonic nonsense, including those trying to operate through the <laughs> through some of the so-called churches, like the Lutheran, Episcopalian, and Methodist. Father, wake the people up in the body of Christ, people who think they're Christians, Father God. Oh, Father, send the Holy Ghost to bring confession. You're married to the backsliders, Lord. And wake up those so-called pastors and the so-called, I think they called them priests in the Episcopal Church. I was in the Episcopal Church for at least seven years. So, Father God, you took me out of there, Father God. But I, there's some people, they used to, well, way back in the 70s, there were some real Christians in the Episcopal Church. I think there's still real Christians in just about every denomination, Father God. So, Father God, wake them up. There's even some of the Methodists in every denomination, Father God. We ask you to wake them up. Send the Holy Ghost to wake them up. Wake up the body of Christ, Father God, globally, Father God, in Jesus' name, even as you started to do so dramatically up in Canada, Father God, when those uh, convoy came in. And what did they do? They might have been started with a different agenda, maybe to cause blame on the truckers for what they were trying to do to bring in, you know, cutting back on food and everything. And then all of a sudden the people called on. And then, oh, you said, oh, my goodness, you revealed their hand, Father God. You, you caused them to jump too soon. They hadn't had the, uh, that, that uh, digital currency created yet. That came shortly after. They had to go back. They had to go back after they took away the truckers and others that were supporting them, their funds, not just from the regular banks, but even from some of the cryptocurrencies, Father God. And you showed the cryptocurrencies are not so private after all. At least some of them aren't. So, Father God, help the people to be wise as serpent, harmless as doves, and help those people, Father God, associate with all this perversion coming against the children, Father God, and not just in not just in California and Oakland at, at the Fremont High School, all the different churches, all the different nations, all the different area, different states, Father God, even as Pastor Sabrina read there, in so many different states, as this, I was dumbfounded, uh, there, not just Colorado and Pennsylvania, other states, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, for many, causing many people to have the Holy Ghost boldness, they that you know their God shall be strong and do exploits. You told us in your words, Sabrina read that tonight in First Chronicles sixteen eleven. seek the Lord in his strength and seek his face continually, not our strength, not by might not by power, it's by your spirit. We need your spirit afresh, Father. Fresh anointing, fresh anointing, Father, in Jesus' name, the body of Christ globally, including those that are bold enough to stand in Uganda, Father God. We thank you for those that are bold enough to stand in, in different nations against the World Health Organization, causing those uh, new converts to stand up for their faith, Father God, in Jesus' name. Even as we were warned, Father God, 
where's that scripture? I think Sabrina read that tonight, didn't she, Lord? Is that in, uh, was that Timothy, is that Timothy 2, 12, something like that? Was that First Timothy 2, 12? Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm trying to remember where it was. We all need to be ready. Help me to be ready. Help us all to be ready. Then that's not where it is. I'm in the wrong place. Anyway, Father God, you said if we deny you, you'll deny us. We don't want to deny you. We thank you, Lord, for, help me, Lord, to pronounce this the right way, Yuma Wasawa, the 38-year-old and his 32-year-old wife, Nasinu, and their 13-year-old daughter, Amina. Father God, help them. Send the Holy Ghost. Send your word and quicken them and, and strengthen them. We ask you to send your word and heal them supernaturally quickly. If they need new skin, give them new skin. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Thank you for Jesus for doing so, making them everywhere whole. And not just physically, emotionally and spiritually. Give them fresh anointing. Pour forth of your spirit upon all those that were bold enough to stand for you, Lord. Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they said they weren't going to bow down and worship a false god. Help each and every member of the body of Christ to not worship a false god of Oh, but my doctor told me. Oh, the government said. Which government? Oh, the one that was appointed by, oh, the international elite that worships Satan like Nawal Harari? Oh. Yeah, he doesn't believe in the God of heaven who created heaven and earth. He believes in the AI God that they're creating to control human beings against their will. Kind of sounds like... um, Communism kind of sounds like fascism, kind of sounds like Nazis, sounds a lot like Nazis. Father, we ask you to deliver all those that are bowing down and worshiping, and some of them are doing just in ignorance, Father God. There have been many, many religious wars over the years. People, they're zealous for their perceived view of who they think the Creator is, Father, in Jesus' name. And we ask you, we bind every one of those demons operating not, not just in Islam, but every other occultic religion, every false religion, including this, the religion of worshiping the medical tyranny cult globally in Jesus. We bind every spirit behind the global medical tyranny cult, Father God, and the other tyrannies trying to control people against their will, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Father God, to deliver those and, and send your warring angels. As many angels, the more with us than with them, you said in, in 2 Kings uh, 6, 16 and following. And Jesus said the things, I, I could presently ask my father more than 12 legions of angels. And Jesus said the things I had done, you will do, and greater things than these. So, Father, we ask you to release as many angels as you deem appropriate, Father God, warring angels, guardian angels, whatever angels are appropriate. And we do thank you especially for the angel of the Lord and that encampeth around about them that have a holy fear, holy reverence of you, Lord, and continually delivering us all, Lord. You deliver us out of every evil work, like you did for Paul, as he points out. You delivered him from every evil work, and no respect to person. We ask you to deliver all those saints from every evil work, Father God, including those that want to spray acid on those standing for Christ, Father God, globally, Father God, and send your beating angels to fight for all of your children, and not just in Uganda, but in the United States, every nation, Father God, every nation, Father God, every nation, Father God. We thank you for those, Father God, and we bind up every spirit of ungodly fear and those that have been terrorized by the international, global, kind of looks more like a mafia. Hey, yo, we're going to break your legs if you don't do what we tell us, what we tell you to do and pay up. You've got to pay up or you can't keep your business. You've got to give us at least a 50% cut. Sounds like a mafia. You see what we did to the, those people that didn't want the World Health Organization in their countries? 
They're not around anymore. You better do what we say. So he burned up every one of those lying spirits of ungodly fear and give cut about that. Those people in governments and those the people that some of those people in governments were appointed there. They weren't elected there. They were just put there by the perversion from the perverted things like they've done down in Venezuela where they control the elections. Father, we ask you to bring about your supernatural change, your divine help. We thank you, Father. Now is the day of salvation. You said, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. And we ask you to save and deliver all of your children globally, Father, in Jesus' name, all over your earth. said. And if you don't want those people to meet in Switzerland in May, you can keep them separate. You can keep them from meeting. You can cause things to happen in a way that they would be quite surprised about, Father God. And we ask you to move, Father God, on all those standing for the truth in those different house churches particularly in China, which some people say is the largest Christian nation on the planet because they certainly have a lot of people. And we know a lot of Christians are put in like slave camps producing things like iPhones and Nike sneakers and all kinds of fun things and things that people like to buy. But they're not getting paid. In fact, if they try to commit suicide, there are nets under the windows to catch them so they can lock them back on their benches and make them keep making more little teeny cell phones, the parts, putting them together. So, Father, we ask your divine help and intervention, Father God, from all this synchronized kind of plans of the global elite, including those in China, to steal, kill, and destroy, including the lockdown that's been going on in Shanghai over the supposed, supposed which may not have anything to do with anything health-wise, but they say there's another pandemic over there or whatever. Could they say that globally and just lock everybody down until they starve to death like some of the people in Shanghai don't have enough to eat and they give them a little leftover kind of uh, pork pieces or something that are starting to mold? And they think, oh, here's a little food that will hold you over for an hour, hour or two until, uh, you know, you die. So, Father, we ask you, Father God, and some of them might not want to eat that. So, Father God, we ask you, Father God, to provide for your children. Jesus, you multiply the loaves and the fishes for your children. Cause many of the people in Shanghai and all the people all over China to be able to hear the living God, to hear your voice, Lord Jesus, because you very, very clearly said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. And they follow me. And the voice of a stranger they will not heed. And Jesus, you made it quite clear. Some people say Jesus didn't say he was he was king, but he kind of did, didn't he? If you read the Gospel of John, chapter uh, was that the credible thought about that, that chapter eighteen, starting verse thirty three. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? By the way, you can read Psalm. 44, verse 4, and Isaiah 44, verse 6, and find out who the king of the Jews is. It's called the creator God. Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? And Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation, chief priests, have delivered unto me. What hast thou done? And Jesus answered in verse 36 of John 18, My kingdom, Jesus says he has a kingdom, My kingdom is not of this world at that time. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered uh, into, delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? And Jesus answered and said, Thou sayest that I am a king. And to this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Then Jesus says that, Lord, and everyone that is of the truth is listening to Jesus, including in China. And Jesus, you can speak every language. You know every language, not just Hebrew, every language, not just English. 
Some people think English is the thing. Father, Jesus knows all of our hearts. He knows what we're thinking in our hearts. Father, we ask you to cause many, many people to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Wake up to sleeping giant Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy from all these plans, the pandemic, and all this nonsense from the World Health Organization trying to pervert their children. Every spirit coming against those standing for the truth in China and Uganda and every nation. Every spirit trying to steal, kill, and destroy Satan, all your underlings. Every spirit of insanity, mind control, mass psychosis, cut about the, cut about the, Leviathan, Kundalini, all marine spirits, Asmodeus, Osmodeus, Incubus, Succubus, every ungodly spirit, named or not named, including ungodly control, every dark, perverted spirit, including behind pedophilia, corruption, greed, lust of flesh, lust of desire, pride of life, and every spirit trying to control people against their will, trying to bring in Noel Harari's pipe dream, of a bunch of demons running the earth and all the human beings put in like little slave camps. We bind up every one of those spirits are trying to cause people to be in absolute abject fear and terror controlled by the World Health, World Health Organization, every other demonic, in, in, demonically inspired and authorized group. We cancel every demonic assignment as joint heirs with Christ in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for sending your beating angels to bind up every one of those spirits with them individual cages to cause them to be perpetually bound. We ask that, Father God, we know there are more with us than with them. You said so very clearly in your word. We thank you for divine intervention, Father God, in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over each one of us. Thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory in the midst. And thank you for giving us your supernatural peace. I thank you for anointing Pastor Sabrina and Associate Pastor Bill, Father God, in Jesus' name, supernaturally, Father God, to preach the word, to share the word in season and out of season. We thank you for your word, Father God, because Jesus said, Whoso hearkeneth in thee, isn't that the scripture Pastor Sabrina just gave us? In Proverbs, the last verse in Proverbs 1, Whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and be quiet from fear of evil. We thank you, Father God. We don't take anxious thought for tomorrow. We ask for your divine help and intervention. But we thank you, Father God, for waking up your children. You know, you, you warn your children ahead of time. Sabrina read that scripture from um, John uh, 16. That, that he shows us things to come. So we thank you for showing us things to come so we can prepare. If we want to buy an extra bag of rice because they're trying to lock down and control people with food, they've done that before. They don't want people to know they've done that before. But, Father God, we thank you for t- causing your people to grow gardens or do whatever you want us to do, Father God. If people can raise chickens or they have land for that or whatever you want them to do because they're trying to cause avian flu and other things to just try and dry up the food supply, Father God. Isn't it remarkable? There were all those different fires and even an airplane going into Kellogg's plant and all that stuff. All those different things to attack the different sources of food. And there was a place where they had a couple of places in different areas where they got rid of places that were producing potatoes, Father God, or whatever. And people that are, we, Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention for all these things. We don't look to man for our provision. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. The Lord is our good shepherd. And what did the good shepherd do for us? Oh, he laid down his life for us. What does that mean? He laid down his life, his soul, his blood for us. It says the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I, God, have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. And it says if we die with him, we shall also live with him. We thank you, Jesus, for providing yourself a lamb for a burnt offering. 
So we thank you, Lord, that we reckon ourselves dead to the old man, dead to ungodly fear. I've been controlled by that too many years of my life in the past, Father. For many years as a Christian, I didn't realize I was. So, Father God, we thank you for changing this all. I'm still only being the work in progress, but we thank you, Lord, you're working on all of us. You're the potter, we're the clay, have your way. And give us your supernatural peace, Father. They that do know their God shall be strong. Strong by how? By the power of your Spirit, Lord. We thank you for the anointing that removes and destroys the yoke of the enemy. You did that, Father God, for those in the past, Father God, when they broke those those pots of light, Gideon with the with the hundred that were with him and the other two groups of a hundred each or three hundred men, and they overturned millions, whatever it was, a whole host of the Midianites that were coming against them to, to, to keep them in abject terror and trying to take away their food and cause them to be controlled and in bondage. So, Father, you know respect to person. You've done it before. You'll do it again. And we thank you for delivering us all because you promised that you would do so over in Joel 2, uh, 32. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And we're all whosoever's, and we call upon your name because of the blood of covenant, and we thank you for delivering us all and giving us your supernatural peace. And perfect love cast out all fear. And thank you for loving us all perfectly, Father. So when we lie down, we'll not be afraid. Just we'll lie down, and our sleep will be sweet. Because Jesus will never leave us most mistaken. When Pat Harvey had to face off against that Oh, you 